0: This is Stephen McHugh reporting for Unique Dyslexic... I radio. Hello, this is Stephen McHugh speaking for Unique Dyslexic Eye. I founded my social enterprise Dyslexia Pathways Kick in 1995. And I think I've probably been working within the field of dyslexia and inclusion half my working life. I started off by working in colleges and schools. And then what I did was I founded my social enterprise Dyslexia Pathways Kick around 12, 13 years ago. And during that time, the last 12 or 13 years, I've been providing support to dyslexic and neurodiverse students at universities. I've been providing training to organisations and I've been working with individuals as well. On March the 18th of this year my dyslexia work came to an end as did all my dyslexia and neurodiversity work. This was because of Covid of course. That left me with a bit of a conundrum. What was I going to do to try and take up my time while I was in lockdown with my wife? Well at the same time as I was doing my work I was also doing an HND in broadcasting and I thought well, I'd like to to try and do is maybe set up a podcast broadcast social media arm of dyslexia pathways kick and the idea would be to make radio shows podcasts for the dyslexic and neurodiverse communities and for anyone else who wanted to listen to it so i already knew that there was an audience my my dyslexia neurodiverse blog has had over two hundred and seventy thousand reads or views and so i knew that there was an audience and i thought maybe i'd like to what i'd like to try and do is set up unique dyslexic eye which is what the station's called and try and bring that blogging into podcasting and broadcasting basically make it a bit more accessible not so much reading for people to do the overall goal of this project was to support and nurture the mental health and well-being of the dyslexic and neurodiverse communities and that was our one overarching goal how we were going to do that was in a couple of ways on our podcast and broadcast we play exclusively music written and performed by dyslexic and neurodiverse artists we also have a bit of poetry on there now I'd like to try and expand that to speakers anyone who has something they'd like to say about dyslexia and neurodiversity give people five minute slots on the show to have their say I'd also like to do interviews as well so we're going to have the music and we're going to have the interviews and then I'm going to be talking about dyslexia and neurodiverse issues I'm going to be talking about social model of dyslexia versus medical model of dyslexia talking about why I support the social model of dyslexia and why my dyslexia organisation is a social enterprise I'm going to be talking about those kind of things the one big problem with all of this is that I had no income as soon as my dyslexia work finished which was sessional hourly paid I had no income so how was I going to get the equipment maybe that I needed to make these broadcasts well luckily enough been doing a broadcasting course when the broadcasting course stopped the college gave us access to Adobe Audition which enables you to record these radio programs. We only had it for a while but it enabled me to start doing the show. I didn't have a microphone I just had my laptop so it was all a bit basic and all a bit unprofessional in my opinion. I was also using free versions of podcast hosts which kind of limited the audience. So one morning I woke up and I thought to myself okay maybe I should set up a Kickstarter and the idea of a Kickstarter is you raise funds for projects. Now I had Unique Dyslexic Eye, I had my experience, I kind of not really had much experience of Kickstarters but there is a saying that fools rush in where angels fear to tread. I'm afraid I'm a bit of a fool who rushes in where even fools fear to tread. I just got the idea on my head and I thought yeah let's go for it. The Kickstarter itself lasted for about a month and to be honest up until three days before the end of the Kickstarter I thought we would never make our target. It just so happened that what they call a Kickstarter super backer read my Kickstarter and uh, basically offered to pay what was left of my total up front. There was over £500 they paid and her name was Christy. Now, I don't even know her second name. I've only had a few texts, a few emails, a few messages on Kickstarter. I don't know her very well. All I know is that she said that she'd read the Kickstarter and she thought it was a great idea. She was dyslexic herself and she'd like to back it. So one of the things I said that I would do is, well, one of the things I'd like to do is to thank some of the 18 people who backed us. So thank you very much to Steve. That's another Steve. Chris Notley. Christy, who provided us with the £512 super backing. Agnes Frame. Michael Hart, Sheila Moritz, Jodie Palmer, Khan Shigan, I'm sure I've got that wrong, Stormweaver Games, Ray Smith, Kirsten V, Carolyn, my very good friend Carolyn crookshank Gray, Caitlin, my brother Neil McHugh, my wife Anne McHugh, Ross Cooper, my very good friend, and the Creative Fund. All of them put their faith in me and my project with their money put their money where their mouth was. I actually thought it wasn't going to happen two days before already sort of planning on what I could do. The original target was £750 and we managed to raise 790 which is fab. Now Kickstarter took their cuts for running the Kickstarter on their page, which was about £60, £50, something like that. That left us with around £730, £740. I've already bought myself a Yeti Blue microphone. It's a bit of a beast. It's a bit big, but I'm hoping that it's going to be doing a great job. I am also still investigating possible podcasting hosts to use. I'm using Podbean at the moment, but there are other options. I'm kind of looking around for other options. So if anybody out there who, who has any podcasting experience has any advice, that would be fab. Now a little word about the show. And as I said before, we play music from dyslexic and neurodiverse musicians. What I'd also like to do is include poets. If you're a dyslexic and neurodiverse poet, please send your poetry to me we can sort out a way to do it so that we can get you on the show not a problem if you are dyslexic and neurodiverse and you have something you would like to share with my audience again just contact me and we can work out a way of getting you on the show hopefully most people have a mobile phone and there are a number of different ways to record stuff on mobile phones and send them if you send a recording to me then I can play about with it and get it on the show it's not a problem so my email address is still Steve STEVE underscore McHugh at hotmail.com or Steve.McHugh at unique So that's unique, U N I Q U E D Y S L E X I C.com all of that is lowercase small letters once again i'd like to thank all those who backed us i'd like to thank all of those who helped share the message across their social media loads of people got involved and and offered their help i am absolutely stunned still to think that we managed to get the money that we were looking for and um, i'm very very grateful to christy our superbacker as well without her none of this would be possible okay so thanks very much and now it's time for some music and now a tune from a very talented dyslexic neurodiverse musician with her latest composition about lockdown the track is totally live and it's a fab track I really enjoyed listening to it take it away Bex
1: right, new song of mine wrote it just a couple of days ago spread the love people oh when I wake This in our youth The streets are empty People must stay at home Some isolation shine like a star. People come together to do what they can. All of humanity taking a stand. is working hard in this health right We once did had stopped in a strange remember your neighbor and pick up the phone We need to connect now
0: Stephen McHugh reporting for Unique Dyslexic iRadio. Now I'd like to talk a little bit about models of dyslexia and why they are important to know about. I would say that dyslexia is about diversity and difference and that we need to be celebrating being dyslexic. The first model that I would like to talk about is the medical model. The things that define the medical model is that it says to dyslexics that dyslexia is about disorder, disability and discrepancy, that there is something wrong with us. I would say that the medical model basically disables us and that society disables us from day one at dyslexia unfriendly schools for far too many of us Teachers are not trained to teach us. The materials that we are given to work with are generally dyslexia unfriendly. Unless we as a community of dyslexics change the way we think and talk about being dyslexics, we will enable society to continue to disable us. Unless we change, how can we expect society to change how it sees, views dyslexia? The charity model that says we are poor disabled people who are broken and society needs us to give us money because society pities us. It's a model that is imposed upon us by society and it's a disempowering model. We have to go cup in hand basically to society, to charity. Finally, there's the social model of dyslexia, which tells us that dyslexia is about diversity and difference and it's the society that disables. It's our model developed by dyslexics for dyslexics. It's in my view, an empowering model. It may not be perfect, but it's a start. From my perspective, both as a dyslexic and as a dyslexia and inclusion specialist, with 29 years of experience, Working in the fields of dyslexia and inclusion, I know which model I choose. That would be the social model. Which model would you choose? You can email me at Steve, STEVE underscore McHugh, MCCUE, at hotmail.com. I will say I don't need pity. I am not broken and I am not disabled. Hashtag I am dyslexic and that's fab. As I said before, you're welcome to comment and send me your thoughts on this. Peace, love and grooveness to you all. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for sharing those words with us, Bex. Great words. Now that's a song from Ross Cooper called Here. I asked Ross about the inspiration for this song and he says it's really a love song about the village, Saint-Privat, I probably got that wrong, in the Herloute region of France. Again, I probably got that wrong, which I couldn't visit this summer for the first time in 35 years. But it's also about my relationship with my mental health. Going there recharges my batteries while communing with nature. It always feels like such a privilege to be there. The song arose out of imagining being there again. It's actually called Here. Thanks very much, Ross, take it away.
2: Color filling the sky. do Oh mm-hmm.
0: Now I'd like to talk a little bit about emotional intelligence and empathy. The Dyslexia Foundation of New Zealand notes that brain research, including groundbreaking work from the Auckland University research, shows that many dyslexics have high levels of empathy, high levels of emotional intelligence. We are very good at problem solving and that we are great at lateral thinking. Now from my work with students, what I generally see is many dyslexics tend to be the agony aunts of their friend group. If there's a problem, we will step in or people will come to us and discuss our problems we're good listeners and uh, that's really great that's fantastic on the downside though we are very bad at talking to others about our problems and i think we keep them to ourselves some of that i think goes down to our experiences of school where we we receive a lot of negative comments from teachers we struggle more than non-dyslexic kids basically because our education system is so dyslexia unfriendly here we we are we take on board all these other people's issues and we don't give out we don't we don't tend to talk to other people we find it hard to trust other people with our own problems and that's something that we need to work on all of us because keeping it within ourselves bottling up it doesn't do us any good at all it doesn't do anybody any good somehow or other we've got to start to learn to nurture ourselves nurture our mental health nurture our empathy and hopefully help us deal with something like covid more effectively Meet Personally, I like the blogging, I like the podcasting. It gives me a chance to express myself and express how I'm feeling. It gets it it enables me to work through the issues that I have. Often, talk to my wife now about these things, I don't keep them bottled up to myself. So, I guess all I'm trying to say is yes, empathy is fantastic, emotional intelligence is brilliant. These things are brilliant. These things you can't, don't think you can teach empathy. We just naturally have this high level of empathy, we just naturally have this emotional intelligence and if we go into back to school again you know where where does where does anything in school help us develop that further help us cope with empathy and emotional intelligence it just doesn't happen it's not something that's part of the non-dyslexic curriculum so it's a question i think of finding your release now if you we just heard ross's song there and i think his words and playing the song were his way of expressing his mental health and uh, and Getting it out there to people. I think that's a really good way of doing it. Not all of us can play the banjo or the guitar, but you know, we can find ways to be creative. If we are creative, we can find things to do that you know would enable us to cope better with our mental health. Exercise is a good way for keeping our mental health strong. Going out for a walk can help with our mental health I guess what I'm saying to you is please nurture yourself especially during these difficult times it's important that we nurture all of us nurture ourselves nurture our mental health nurture ourselves as people and hopefully enable ourselves to cope better with any kind of mental health issue that we might have or any kind of emotional issue that we might be going through a more healthy way thank you very much this is Stephen McHugh reporting for unique dyslexic Okay, so we're coming up to the last song of the show. Before we hear that, I just want to make people aware that you can find unique dyslexic eye podcasts on Google, on Apple, on Podbean, on Spotify, on many good podcast hosting sites. It's free to download, so that's cool. If you could give us a review, give us a like, subscribe even, that would be even better. Fantastic. In fact, I'm going to be looking around for various types of government funding or projects. Funding to see if I can get some more funding for the site so I can grow the project a bit more. The £750 we got from the Kickstarter was absolutely fab and it's keeping us up and running. But like all things, we could do with more money. So now it's time for Ian McHugh's song, which is called Why Can't I Cry? And I'd like to say about Ian the fact that he uh, he's a famous, quite a famous artist. He's sold his work, he's exhibited his work. So he's a really good artist. And he started doing the music thing. Using this band lab software in March. I think it's fair to say that he would not exactly class himself as a very computer literate person. Very basic, in fact, cutting and pasting was beyond him until very recently. But he's managed to get hold of this music software which is free to use, Uh, you don't have to download it, and it's totally royalty-free too, which is fantastic. And what he's managed to do is he's made a single which is on Spotify, he's made an album which is also going to be uploaded onto Spotify pretty soon. So it just goes to show what you can achieve in lockdown. And uh, I think the whole music thing was really a good way for him to cope with the stresses and strains of COVID and lockdown. So I'm going to shout one more time. Everybody, we must try and nurture and look after our mental health and keep ourselves busy, find things to do and try not to let it impact on our mental health more than it has to. Okay. So thanks very much. This is Ian McHugh with Why Can't I Cry? This is Stephen McHugh reporting for Unique Dyslexic. Radio. Thanks very much for your song Ian, that's fantastic, very haunting. So we're at the end of the show for today thanks to everybody for listening just like to share with you that we've had well over 500 downloads of previous shows so far and I'm just going to call out for if you're a neurodiverse or a dyslexic musician or poet, please contact me and we can see if we can get you on the show that would be fab. Please contact me on Steve, S-T-E-V-E underscore McHugh M-C-C-U-E at Hotsmail.com. So I'm just gonna say wish everybody peace, love and grooviness. Stay safe, stay well. This is Steve McHugh for Unique Dyslexic Eye. This is Stephen McHugh reporting for Unique Dyslexic (music) Eye Radio.